Hello and welcome to episode 28 of Entertainment of Excellence, the podcast where we talk about films, TV, all of it. Hi, I'm Ollie. I'm Tom. And I'm Ben. And today we're going to be talking about the 2018 film Slenderman. This will contain spoilers. So this film is about a man who is quite slender. Oh, that's a joke. Call him Slender Man. Um, and so there's this group of four girls. One of them goes missing because Slender Man, because they watch a video yeah. that makes creepy things happen. What the ring? No, shh. You never heard of that film. Shush. Well, their friends disappears. They have to investigate things around the disappearances and why it's happened to try and find a friend. What do you mean, Stranger Things? No, no, shut up. No, no, no. Completely original. And then uh, they all die. <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah. It... There's so many like random things that happen for no reason in this film. It's, it's just... Like, it feels like that's the whole plot is literally what I've just said. One of them goes missing, then they all die. It's, <laughs> it makes it's it just boring. really boring. Yeah, there isn't really much more plot. The whole film happened for no reason. That's true. The whole film did happen for no reason. Who wanted a Slenderman film in 2018? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> yeah, though, this so was... Why not Halloween horror film with a bad mm. film which we haven't done for a while, so it's Slenderman. Yeah, that's what that's the reason we picked this um, masterpiece of cinema. Yeah, <laughs> if you if you've never heard of Slenderman before, then uh, you're in for a ride. Yeah, it's I've I've already forgotten there was a twist. Same. <laughs> okay, so there was a t- okay right after one of the friends goes missing. They find out that she was messaging some random person on the spooky interwebs, Ooh. who obviously is one of the girls. It's Ren, the spooky, the quirky girl. The, I mean, they none of them have any characters, but she's the quirky one, I guess. Uh, which yeah. I only worked out because of the decoration of her bedroom. <laughs> like that's it. Say so, like, make America weird again or something. Um, but it was so obvious that Ren was. Alley Cat or whatever the stupid username was. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was like, oh come on, and then and then it turned out she was signed in as some. It was some random mental patients using. What was that about? I don't know. I don't know. Like Please so help. many random plot things happened. Like, did you notice how they all knew each other's passwords? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I found that really funny. There's like, like at least three different times they go on different people's computers. Like they steal um, Katie's or whatever, and then they manage to log into that fine. And Hallie steals uh, Ren's computer, and then she just logs into it first try. Uh, who? What? This is terrible password security. Yeah, you know you, you shouldn't be. Filming them like <laughs> typing on phones and laptops. I got sick of it. 
yeah. <laughs> no, did you notice that it's a virus? They try and link it into the theme at the end where they're like, but it's people talking about him, spread it, uh, and stuff. And it just feels really ham fisted. I've no idea what the message is supposed to be. Is it don't talk to people? <laughs> Don't say spooky stories. Don't spread don't the know. story of the Slender Man. I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> it's probably like internet bads. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the plot. Like, where was it? I don't understand. It just wasn't satisfying at all. It went nowhere. <laughs> They're looking for the friend. They're told they have to sacrifice things they love to get friend back. Don't take off your blindfold. Don't take off your blindfold. Whatever. So obviously one of them takes off their blindfold. Oh, um, but I just, I, I just, <laughs> I think I stopped watching at that point <laughs> because I couldn't survive like a full classic viewing of it for the whole hour and a half, which isn't too long for a film. But I, I couldn't do yeah. it. So I just, I was. I had to split it up into two. I was uh, just like messaging people while watching. Yeah, I was checking Reddit. <laughs> it's so boring. Yeah. Why don't we uh, try and come up with some positives before we start to rip on the film? Okay, yeah. the directing was, was awful. Terrible. Wait, was it all okay? No, oh, I disagree on that. Say then. a specific that shot like... that you think. I think it was boring. I don't think it was good, <laughs> but I don't think it was. That I, bad. I noticed right off the bat that I thought um, the, some of the shots were just really awkward and out of place. Like, um, especially when they were, you, you know, the, 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 oh no, it's the dude bros scene. There were, <laughs> yeah. there were like 12 cuts in 10 seconds. Well, that's, that's the editing, not the directing. Right. But they were all really close and in their faces. None of them added anything to the scene. And... Uh, I think it varies. Yeah, well, there I was think some... usually it was just boring. <laughs> there were some shots later in the film that were, like, okay to good. Um, I'm talking, like, mm. as they were walking into the forest. There was one shot I liked yeah. where she woke up out of a dream that kind of went, like... Oh, it yeah. kind of had a chain-spotting vibe, but that was the only one that I liked. Yeah. Uh, but genuinely... Absolutely awful. I mean, I think it was probably that the, the characters <laughs> were absolutely dreadful, so that's probably more to do with the writing than the actual acting. No, there was one line I wrote down, actually, of the acting where Ren goes, it's not a game, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it was just so bad that I had to write it down. <laughs> I mean, there were a couple yeah. of exceptions, obviously, but I, yeah, the, the actresses were, like, good. They were just working with... Incredibly terrible yeah. writing. I think the dialogue the... in this film is atrocious. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, what? Well, well, the uh, look out! It's the dude bros. Yes, <laughs> yes. People say that. Don't watch yeah. the website video. Also, that's the only like. Were those guys supposed to be cool? Because they kind of looked like the insults. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> One thing, okay, the dialogue is terrible, and also there was no character development. Could you name anything about any of the characters? Well, like, I couldn't did... even tell which character was which. Neither could I. Yeah, yeah. The the characters were all pretty much the same, apart from like 
Ren who was the quirky no. one. No, Ren was the same, but they pretended she was the quirky one. Yeah, well, I'm I'm clutching at straws here. <laughs> Basically, if if the characters investigated anything to do with Ren, or just the only thing that made Ren the quirky one was her clothes and bedroom. The none of the dialogue or anything. Like they were all the same person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I, I, had a, I had trouble keeping track of who was called who. Yeah. Like, I remember and Ren's went... name, and I remember Chloe, and I can't remember anyone else. Chloe? Chloe was the one that took off made... the blindfold. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought you'd completely made that up. Yeah, there was okay. also Hallie. Patricia and, Hallie's like, the one... Steve. Patricia? Oh, oh right, I'm you're making that up now. Okay. I'm making a joke. Um... It's a ha-ha funny. <laughs> Hallie was the one with a sister, right? And Oh, yeah. Literally, she... She shows nothing but contempt for her sister the entire time, and then her sister gets like possessed by Slenderman or whatever the weird powers. He he has all the horror film powers basically, yeah. um, and so he possesses her, and then she suddenly needs to like kill herself to to save her sister. And it's like you're shown the only thing of their relationship you have shown is not letting her hang out with you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm... Oh, okay, I, I feel like... Let's, I'm just trying to think of any other good things. Right, okay, so I mean, the music... The design of Slenderman was pretty cool, but he was barely in the film. Yeah, that's it true. Was, I think he was in the light too much, though, because whenever he yeah. was actually fully visible in a shot, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. The music, like, served its purpose. It wasn't memorable. Right? <laughs> it did that a lot. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of, <laughs> it like... It annoyed me. <laughs> and then, like, the sound design was, like, good. Like, okay to good. It was a nice stereo image with some cool sound notice... effects. Yeah. Did you notice how many dog barks there were, though? No. <laughs> were there quite it was a few? like one house. Concert, if, if they ever had a quiet, tense scene, they'd, it'd always be quiet, and then a dog would bark. And it's like, is this supposed to try and <laughs> nice. make us jump? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this is negative, if necessarily a positive or a negative, but judging by the trailer, the film could have been better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a lot of scenes that aren't in it that actually look quite cool in the trailer. We'll, we'll twist it into a positive for the sake yeah. of having something to counterbalance what's about to come. I mean, also, I've got one more positive. The jump scares would usually make me jump. That doesn't mean I was scared, but I did go, ooh. Oh, I, I just, you know, I just... No, I wrote it down. The, okay, we're already going into bad, but <laughs> basically, every single time someone walks into the frame, it plays a loud noise and the characters <laughs> gasp. <laughs> and, and it did it so much that every... <laughs> I just started like... The, it was so stupid. <laughs> I wasn't like in the laughing mood when I was watching it because I was so bored. So I think I just rolled my eyes. But thinking back on it, like that was so ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad the jump scares scared. Like, well, not scared, made you jump. I wasn't expecting them, but I can't say I had any reaction whatsoever. In no. fact, oh, I think this could be a good segue. I just jumped really easily. Yeah, like I just was like, oh, the Slender Man. Right. Yeah. Well, there was no atmosphere. 
one of the reviews says there was, and it's a bad review, but I never felt any tension because, one, I didn't care about the characters, so I was like, yeah, kill them, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they were just kind of annoying, really. Uh, and two, I don't know, there was just nothing really built tension. Mm. Yeah, and the tension scene seemed to drag on way too long. Yeah. Yeah, I think there were there were some things that um one thing i did like was the idea of when they saw the like streamed video of someone going through their house i was like that yeah could have been a cool scary idea if it wasn't in this film (laughs) yeah i mean i've i've listened to like uh stories and stuff online uh that have like like creepy pastas and stuff and there's there's stuff like that that happens and if it's written well then that can be a cool thing um mm. but like obviously it was in this movie and was like <laughs> <sighs> the writing uh, that was like also the way that they use the te- technology in this film was kind of like weird so that was one of the few good instances although it was kind of awkward the way that they had them holding the phone. I don't know why, but also, did you find they basically f- do a lot of research? And w- there's so yeah. many stupid things. Like I remember when they're looking at Slenderman, and there was one <laughs> that had like a, a video or something that with Slenderman in the background, and then they put one of those like massive red circles around him. <laughs> <laughs> I did laugh at that. That was so ridiculous. Did, did you like the the? I think the I think the only thing I I like really picked up on that was like in this film that like was because I was zoned out for most of this film but one detail I did pick up was you know that scene you were talking about where I'm assuming it's Slenderman was walking through the house he was using FaceTime which is kind of ironic given he doesn't have a face (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know it was FaceTime I just like zoned in for one second and it said FaceTime and I was like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I bet that was a product placement as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I just want to say that sums up this film really well is that the first song on the soundtracks on IMDb is Twerk It, Work It. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know what Beautiful. you're in for. I almost turned the film off after that first high school sequence. Oh my, that was... <laughs> was I almost cool. turned the film off when... Um, do, do you remember... I can't remember which character it is because they're all the same. They woke <laughs> up, went to the bathroom, creepy things happened, and then they... No, they were dreaming, woke up, then another creepy thing happened, then they woke up again, and I was like oh, so yeah. annoyed. I hated that. I, I can't even remember that. that. Resolved, or everything was so underwhelming because they just woke up and stupid. Yeah, anything scary that happened was just never real. Yeah. Oh, scary in quotation marks. Like the library scene. Like the uh, virus aspect of it, but it's just so. That I don't know. That felt ham-fisted in. I don't. The whole, like, it's a virus in your head thing. Ooh. A computer virus. It was just, it was dumb. I, I, I didn't like it. I really didn't like this. I yawned more times than there were yawns in Fantasia. I mean, <laughs> I just, 
I just didn't feel anything throughout the whole movie. I yeah, I, I, I yeah. sent a text to our group chat that was just, I feel numb. I I'm not feeling anything. I oh, Ollie's disconnected. Are you alright, Ollie? Rip Hello. Ollie. Hello. Yeah, I oh. um, I felt just like I didn't feel angry at it. I didn't feel like disappointed. I didn't obviously didn't feel like enjoyment i didn't even feel boredom i just kind of felt i was melding into the screen it was uh i yeah. definitely felt boredom <laughs> I, I, it I, just... don't know. I don't know how it managed to drag so much if it was only an hour and a half it wasn't necessarily awful I know. Pace, it was just when you when you think about the plot yeah, when you think about the plot, you're just, how did that last an hour and a half? Yeah, exactly. It sounds like you could have condensed that into 20 minutes without losing any of the story. It's because they just, it just felt like they were kind of... Teenage problems. Yeah, it felt like they were just going around doing whatever they felt like. I don't... Like, they they didn't have an aim. They were like, oh, we need to bring back our friend. So we'll do this one thing where we, like, get rid of things we love and then... That and then nothing happens, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's like the only thing they do. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, ugh. the writing. Okay, is it? It's honestly one of the worst written movies I have ever seen. Because obviously we've seen some pretty bad stuff um, in on on the podcast. But if you think about it, stuff like Robot Monster isn't necessarily like written badly. The, like the fact that was bad was more like to do with the fact that you know the production value was really bad and the acting was weird and obviously there was some weird bits in the writing but as a concept it wasn't that bad and okay you're pushing it with kangaroo jack but <laughs> if you ignore at least like the dialogue then like at least you've got like a story that's like all right. Yeah. Here, it's just there's the story is just it's really in, it's spread so thinly, and oh my gosh, the dialogue is. I don't think there's a single line in this movie that I didn't like. Think sounded scripted. You know, that leads to quite a lot being memorable because it's so awful. Like the the end scene where. I can't even remember which character it is, but <laughs> whichever one that is uh, that confronts Slenderman, she's like, take me. And oh, yeah. Later, she screams and running away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, I was just like, take me, turns and runs away. <laughs> I'm... Some... <sighs> yeah, I mean... You... Go on. One thing that annoyed me was like, I remember on the news for KT or whatever, it said last seen on school field trip and didn't give a date or time. So yeah, that's useful. <laughs> and then they said, uh, they said like, I miss her so much about like a few hours after they found out that she disappeared when I would assume that you'd be freaking out and trying to find out where she is instead of, it felt like they just assumed she was dead. Yeah, it felt like they'd been searching for like two weeks and it was just, oh, I miss her. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, they, like, do you not want to be out looking for like, your friend? I missed you so much, and then they just put, hello? Hello? <laughs> 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 oh, and 
you know, just uh, just one thing I want to get off my chest is obviously back to the right, the the um, the dialogue. It was so clearly some boomers who know nothing about teenagers, and yes, you know, I I don't claim to be the world authority on teenagers, but <laughs> you know, keeper of the flame, yeah, keeper but. Of the flame. <laughs> <laughs> But um, you know, they they said like, oh, we're gonna watch the website video. Oh, it's those dude bros. And then when oh, when the guy I remember he's called Tom because yeah, purely yeah, because yeah. I was imagining like you, Tom, as like the most shallow character, and it was quite funny actually. But he was like asking one of the girls out, and it was it was just like, hey, how are you doing? I I I am I am holding up all right. I'm doing okay. And then she sees slam and there's that and he's Oh, it's Hallie. 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 Yeah, yeah. Are you there? <laughs> uh, by the way, the writer is uh... <laughs> The the writer is currently 70 years old. Oh no. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> yeah, so they they are uh, actually, just a boomer, so it makes sense. I mean, I'll forgive him a little bit in that he's actually a boomer and not like a socially inept twenty-year-old. Uh, so he was born. Uh, oh, this actually this looks like an estimate, maybe because it says first of January nineteen fifty. Yeah, I think it's to age approximately <laughs> seventy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the oh um. When they were all like hanging around at one of their houses, and I, they were watching, they were watching some indecent videos and stuff. Like that just felt like what does 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 that happen? I don't, I don't think it happens. Oh in yeah, what that happened? What, what was that? They're like, this is from our POV. <laughs> okay, do you think, do you think he likes <laughs> that? <laughs> It's like, who does this? <laughs> and then, oh, just... Uh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you okay? This is pushing me to breaking point maybe more than Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> but the horror in this was just awful. Like, I know we said um, it was very reliant on jump scares, but if you take A Quiet Place, which we did ages ago now, uh, mm. uh, combined to a few jump scares with a lot of suspense and stuff. But there was yeah. one scene where, you know how you mentioned Tom, the flattest character <laughs> of all time, when he's with whoever, whatever her name is, and then he starts like turning into Slenderman, and then, <laughs> and then she's panicking. That, it looked awful. It was just laughing. That that made me laugh. That did look shocking. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've got I've got that written down. I was like, I think it says boyfriend scene was funny. Yes, there we go. <laughs> you know the movie's bad if Tom's taking notes. <laughs> it, yeah, it, when it when I saw that field trip sign that with no date on, all right, that that's it. I I, I sat through uh, lookout. It's the dude bros. <laughs> the dude. I bro. sat through. Uh, this is from our POV. I'm not taking it anymore. <laughs> yeah. It just I don't because watching this film confused me because I was like, what is it that actually makes tension? Because it's definitely not this. 
Yeah. But I, I can't think it's... of what difference it like. Stranger Things has way better tension, and that's like a really similar premise. If you want to watch a good version of this, watch Stranger Things. You know, you know what um, you, you just said. Um, you based is making you kind of question tension. Isn't that reminiscent yeah. of comedy in Kangaroo oh, Jack? Oh no. <laughs> It is. It is. It's making you question what comedy was, and then this is making you question what tension is. I think you need to like the characters, and there needs to be an actual sense of danger. But there isn't. You never see anyone. One thing this surprised me, right? Was this supposed to be like a PG thirteen in America? Because there's no like gore or or anything, and no one really gets. The worst thing that happens is someone turns into a tree. Sounds pretty fun, not gonna lie. <laughs> like, nothing... It's a staple of the horror genre. That, you know, come on, a little, a little, at least a bit of fun. Like, at least if you're not gonna have... It just... If you're not gonna have gore, then at least make the characters relatable, or, like, not even relatable, just likeable yeah, enough that you, like, or... empathise with them, and you're like, yeah. I don't want you to die. I mean, die. the woman in black... That doesn't have any gore in, but that's that's actually you know got some tension and stuff. Yeah. But, oh yeah, because you, you have like an enigmatic presence, whereas Slenderman, he was relevant like ten years ago or something. Like I don't even know why this film came. <laughs> yeah, it's just. <sighs> oh, it is rated PG thirteen. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I mean the. I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> oh, tension! Right. Um, yeah. The I felt very much like it was trying to build a sense of tension, especially towards the scenes in the woods. Um, obviously, like the first one, and then the last one, where um, Hallie. To take a second, there is off to become a tree. They felt very much like they were trying to build tension there because there was the ominous music, there was the the low lights, there was um, focus on the sound effects and, you know, but there was just nothing. You didn't have any, um, you, you weren't on the edge of your seat and equally you weren't like actively... You didn't. You just felt. You just felt the neutral. You weren't like on the edge of your seat, and you weren't relaxed. But the reason you weren't relaxed is because you know what's coming is going to be awful, and you're prepared to like cringe. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. I'm trying to think like how how to compare this to the stuff that has good tension. Like, I guess I suppose the characters obviously would be a huge part of it. But then also, because cinematography wasn't bad, I don't know. I'll, well, I think I'll just leave it. It must I... be the it must be the writing and something about the atmosphere. Okay, actually, I think it partly is the lighting because a lot of times it would. I felt like it was too bright. You could see um, Slenderman like really easily. Yeah, and it made it look terrible. You want to do like an alien style thing, you know? Keep, it was way keep too it bright in the dark. It was way actually... too bright when Slenderman was on screen, but I was pretty sure yeah, yeah. that the rest of the film was far too dark. Yeah. Yeah, no. 
I had to watch it with my phone on full brightness in a dark room. So I was watching my phone. Uh, maybe I didn't notice it because I have my monitor on full brightness in a dark room anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's um, just... Sorry, you were yeah. saying. So, yeah, I, I, so I think it was just, you could see Slenderman too easily. It was just... I thought it was quite good compared to the other horror stuff. I, I thought it was more interesting, but I didn't think it was scary. Mm. Yeah, like, it was just all the Slenderman that you could easily see. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you're constantly bombarded with images of the Slenderman from the start of the film. And I guess it wouldn't hurt to have a couple, especially given you're sort of introducing this uh, this sort of tale, this creature that was kind of like born on internet forums of all places. Um, you're introducing that to like a wider audience. Like, yeah, include a couple images at the start. Like, I think, I can't remember, did they have newspaper cuttings or something? Or like screenshots or whatever? Like, fine. But don't overdo it they overdid it yeah. since then so by the time the slenderman itself comes on screen you already know what you're expecting and there's not really any tension because there's nothing you're not expecting like you know exactly what's going to happen the slenderman's going to turn up and try and capture them there's no mystery there's no element of um something being hidden from you it's you can predict exactly what's going to happen. The only thing it has going for it is when it's going to happen with like the jump yeah. scares and stuff. I'd, yeah, I can't think of what it is with the tension that isn't there. It must just be the writing, because I think it's, it is the lack of sense of danger. So thinking, okay, yeah. So think of a quiet place right at the start of the film. One of the creatures murders like two people right yeah he kills the uh boy and then does the guy with his dead wife as well um uh, in alien obviously it has the chest burster thing and like picks off all the crew but because you all you know is that some one of the girls has gone missing like you never see anything happen to them uh, every time the slenderman turns up all he does is kind of like look at them a bit <laughs> and then walks off yeah and then going insane, like, it doesn't really... You see, at one point you see, like, I think it's Chloe has some signs of harm on her arm, but it never hurts them at all. It's just kind of like nightmares, and it's like, why? You wouldn't really be scared of that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because... That's the, the thing, because you never know if it's actually real, and it's because everything's so predictable. Yeah. And I think that's why there's no tension whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, there was a good, there was a line uh, that was said that in the woods where there was like, if you see its face, it's you're either gonna die or you're gonna end up so insane. Like, but <sighs> neither of those things. Well, just because you can, you can make your like guesses as to what was supposed to happen in the script based on like the trailer and stuff you can find on the internet where it's been like left out of the script but as to what was uh, explicitly shown on the screen i don't think you see anyone commit suicide and you don't see any signs of like insanity apart from nightmares and like 
some signs of harm on Chloe's arm, which if you were zoning out like me, you didn't notice until Tom said it. <laughs> I think it was Chloe. Yeah, it could be any of them. Yeah. I just... I'm at, I'm at a loss. I, I'm just trying to think. Oh, just complete random change of topic. There was one last thing I did like. There was one line said by one of them in the woods. Um, the best part is I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was along the lines of something like, um, you know... Oh, no, it wasn't in the woods, sorry. It was when they were in the school, and it was like, you know, even if there's a million one-to-one chance of it happening, we owe it to them. We owe it to Oh, her. that's like a line from Stranger Things, by the way. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that's probably why it's good. <laughs> you know, when, it was... uh, do you remember Joyce in season one, Ollie, uh, talking to Hopper? Yeah. Uh, where oh, Hopper yeah, says, yeah. like, there's uh, 99%, 99% of missing yeah. ch- uh, children like that turn up at a relative's house. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I mean, it was acted well, it was written well, obviously it wasn't original, um, but, you know, I'll, I'll give it that. Well, yeah, if, if, act, I wouldn't say it was acted well. Well, I think I think Hallie's actor was pretty good, the other ones were mainly good. I'm just, I don't know what it is about Joey King, who's the actor of Ren, but it might just be because she tends to sign on to do like bad films like Kissing Booth and now Kissing Booth 2. Uh, and stuff like that. That I just maybe I just have a bit of a bias against her, but I don't know. It felt slightly overdone, but maybe that's just me. I mean, I might have only found it like incredible, well, not incredible, but because the rest of the movie was so bad. Just anything. It was a breath. It was a breath of fresh air. Yeah. The rest of the acting wasn't like awful, but you know, it was. It was it was serviceable given the terrible script. I'm trying to think of stuff we haven't mentioned now. Um, I know because the because the plot doesn't go anywhere. You can't really talk about anything. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, what was up with turning know. into a tree at the end? Was that was that the? <laughs> no, is that how the? I just of... accepted it. <laughs> I know we said we predicted like the whole thing, but maybe not turning into a tree. Are all of the missing children just trees in the forest? Maybe, maybe yeah, there was you never... just assumed they were all going to like die, but like, you could have. Tr- I don't know. You could have gone so somewhere weird. with that. You could have gone like um. You could have like hinted at it like history books in the start of the movie and like that there was ne- then there used to be a forest there or whatever. And at the end, it's revealed yeah. that everyone who goes missing is turned into a tree, and it like pans and you can out have, like, from existential the forest. horror of being trapped in somewhere for eternity or whatever, like in um. Oh no, they they kind of did it with um the old guard about the immortal people, where one of them's like trapped in the ocean in a coffin, like yeah, kind of spooky stuff like that, you know. Yeah, and then like finish with a a great shot of like panning out to all of the forest, and you can see all of these people that the Slenderman's taken or whatever. You could have done that, but yeah. instead they just accept that she's turned into a tree, and then cut to the insane one. I've forgotten who she is. In the trailer, there's someone that's been abducted by Slenderman walking back out. So she isn't going to be the tree. I don't know. I don't know. 
I, I also sh okay. Um, this could be pers. This could just be mine. Uh, this could be very personal, but like, I didn't like the Slenderman turning into like that. You know, that spider creature with like all of those legs. Yeah, and yeah that was it. Chapter two, reminiscent. <laughs> yeah, I just felt that it was just no. Don't just stop it. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You're yeah. not talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it yeah, was Tom. Stop growing legs. I was like, it, it's just, just make it a sci-fi if you want instead of a horror. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I, I felt, I felt it could. If you were writing a movie about the Slenderman, then like, I'm sure you could, with given competent directors and writers who are 70 and obviously have had some experience like you could have you could do something and make it threatening with just um the slenderman as essentially just a human you know like no no legs and stuff it's just um a monster that kidnaps people with no face you could do something like that but as ollie said there have been a load of attempts One of them is meant to be fine. Fine. <laughs> oh yeah, I, all the Slenderman films. Yeah, what is what is supposed to be okay? <laughs> I, I, I'm not As quite supposed to unwatchable. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Um, is it uh, is it something? I feel like the Slenderman isn't the best sort of creature you could adapt for Hollywood. Like, obviously. You, you can have something that's fine, but I can't help but feel that uh, the very nature of the monster is, is like more of a, you know, like in written form or in a narrated creepypasta form on YouTube or something. You know, you've got where I don't think he translates that well to the big screen. And <laughs> maybe I think that's it'd be why better as like an indie horror. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's something about like Hollywood and the big films um in general that just don't get it and like some independent filmmaker would do a better job, be more faithful or whatever, but you know, I don't I don't know. Don't get me much don't get me very difficult to do a better job than this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should we try and give a rating then? Oh. <laughs> this. <laughs> Alright, okay. I'm gonna pull up the website which you can go to. I, th I think this is a tiny bit better than Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I gave oh, Kangaroo I Jack a 2.5. Well, I'm gonna definitely say know. Ro Robot <laughs> actually, Monster was actually, definitely I think it's the same. I looked it up because I thought Kangaroo Jack was longer. It's actually shorter uh, by four minutes. <laughs> but oh, because the... they both felt like really long. <laughs> for some um, reason, the Robot Monster link takes you to the social network. I'll have to fix that. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna give this film a two point. No, I'm gonna give it a two point five. Okay, I gave I robot. Just, it's just I want to not think about it anymore. 
Okay, I gave Robot Monster a four. Robot Monster was definitely better and like objectively yes, more yes. enjoyable than this. Um, I gave Kangaroo Jack a two point one. Um, it's better than Kangaroo Jack purely because, you know, the acting isn't terrible. You know, there's some a couple of nice shots. The music was serviceable. You know, and like Slenderman as a concept is cool. A talking kangaroo jack as a concept isn't cool. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two point five as well. What did I give? Oh. Good old kangaroo jack. Uh, two point one. See, I actually think I enjoy kangaroo jack more than this. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> We getting into one. To get through. Are we getting our first one? <laughs> Drum roll. Sure, I'll give it a one point nine. Oh yes! <gasps> <laughs> wow. Remember the good old days when I used to be the bad cop. <laughs> good old days. One point well, nine. I, I guess not a good place to be. The first one rating. Okay, that is a 2.3 average. <laughs> just above nice. Kangaroo Jack then, right? Yep, just above. Like, Kangaroo Jack's 2.2, this is 2.3. <laughs> well done, Slender Man. Congratulations. Now, I'm so glad I can just wipe this from my memory. <laughs> we could talk about good things now. <laughs> I don't really want to put everything on like the same platform as Slender Man, but <laughs> I feel like I do want to talk about something good. Yeah, well, to cleanse the palate. Well, we need to talk about the submission spotlight. So, last week we oh frick, I forgot about that. <laughs> you always forget about that. You're an irresponsible. I should have watched. Did I'm... you two watch it? What? Did. You... Oh, oh, no, I thought, I thought oh, you'd we watched it. We'll do it oh, for okay. next time. I was about to say, like last week in our submission spotlight, we were saying about we had one for this week, but we kind of realised just after we'd finished the episode that, oh, we're not going to be able to record together because oh, yeah, it's on yeah. holiday. Um, hence his oh, yeah. quite bad audio quality. Um, I have him hooked up. I have him phoning, hooked up to a microphone, so I've close mic'd the phone, and then Tom's coming out of a speaker that's next to the phone. <laughs> so that's quite interesting. Yeah, um, but we'll do that next week. And this gives us a bit more time to watch it now as well. Um, yeah. But if you have anything you'd like us to review, uh, anything like a short short movie, um, a, a novel or anything you've written... Um, music or whatever, then send it in, and we'll have a quick segment about it. Um, we'll talk about the good stuff and give you some constructive criticism, and we'd love to have you on to discuss it as well. That would be cool. We don't have to do that live; we can pre-record that. Um, but just get in contact, and we'd love to help you out a bit, give you a bit of feedback, and help keep our podcast a little bit more entertaining of excellence. Joke. <laughs> Joke. Right. At least my audio quality.
might not be good, but at least it's better than yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I agree with that. <laughs> um, next section. <laughs> I think we are actually going on to the next section. Yeah. Um, recommendations. I've got one. Whoa, that's cool. I haven't. <laughs> I've not had enough time to do watch something. Well, I've not watched right, something then. <gasps> Ooh. I've played something. Ooh. So, um I've I've been trying to get into more you know, indie games, so I stayed away from Gamer. it. I was gonna buy like a main brand game that I was like, no. Gamer. I'm gonna buy this indie game instead. And Gamer. I'm very glad I did because I already have like twenty hours on it. Um <laughs> so it's a game called Scourgebringer, which is a rogue light or roguelike i always forget which one is which and it's just like really hello he's died wait is his computer crashed <laughs> yep hello hello Cool. Um, Hello. Hi. You died. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Where did where did I die? Oh yes, he's blue. What was I saying? Get in. Um, I can't sure remember now. You're like right. Should I just start again? Yeah, <laughs> that, that could be a thought. Okay, so uh, I want to recommend a game called Scourgebringer, which is like an indie action roguelite or roguelike i can't remember which is which um where you have to battle through realms of enemies and fight unique bosses in each one and it's really fun like the combat system is great with like dashes hack and slash bullet storm uh, heavy attacks and things like that it feels really fluid with uh, double jumps and stuff so it's got like platforming and action combat's really fun you'll just want to continuously do like loads of runs over and over again to try and beat it and I, although it is quite difficult, I think that if you just keep going at it, you'll be able to beat it. Because I've, I've finished like the the main game. I've not done the there's like more stuff to do after you've technically beaten it. But I've technically beaten it, and I'm not that great at these kind of games. So I think you'll be able to do it, and I definitely recommend it. So yeah, get Scourgebringer. Cool. I think it's still oh, on sale. Sale? Ooh. Is it on sale still? No, it's not. Never mind. Not so sad. It's pretty cheap though because it's an indie game, so get it. Nice. Have you got anything, Ollie? I've got two recommendations. Right. While you're doing that, <gasps> Tom, disconnect and reconnect because you're blurbling. Okay. Uh, so my first one is a spooky film for Halloween. Ooh. That's not really that spooky, but. Uh, is the sequel to The Shining. Uh, I've actually, I've read the book as well, and although the Shining book is obviously very different to the film, uh, this is a pretty faithful adaptation. But there are some differences because it's trying to fit into the Stanley Kubrick universe. Like the Overlook Hotel makes an appearance, which obviously wouldn't be possible in the book world. Um, 
but it basically tells the story of Danny Torrance as an adult, and uh, he's helping out with this girl called Abra Stone, who has a shining power as well. And uh, there's this group called the True Knot, who hunt down anyone with the shining to sort of like suck the life out of them and drain them until they die. And that's how they fuel their immortality. And yeah, it's, it basically just follows the story of him and her and trying to stop this group. But it's, it's, probably, it's not as good as The Shining, but I think that I probably preferred the film version to the book, whereas I probably prefer The Shining book to the film. But it's a pretty good sequel. And then the second thing is a novel. It's by Anthony Burgess, who wrote A Clockwork Orange, and it's called The Wanting Seed. Uh, it's basically a, well, a Malthusian comedy about like a society that's heavily overpopulated to the extent where it's like, illegal to have more than one child and everything's led by, well, it like glorifies homosexuality. Uh, and it tells the story of uh, Tristan and his wife, Beatrice Joanna, who... Uh, well, Beatrice basically has a, a secret relationship with his brother uh, and he finds out and then they separate for the rest of the novel. But obviously it's, it follows these two characters, but it's more of like an exploration of this society where there's a lot of unemployment because of the mass overpopulation. There's also like wars that just fought against nobody because uh, there's no point like there's no point in having an idle army and it also people die in the war so they try and reduce the population like that but I mean it is sort of a satire but at the same time a lot of the the ways it depicts society aren't that unimaginable because obviously like the one child policy which was until recently in place in China. Uh, so quite a lot of the events within the society in the novel are, could quite possibly be reality in, who knows, like a couple of centuries' time maybe. So, yeah, they're my recommendations. Cool. Cool. Um... I mean, we've got a bit of time. Tell you what, I'll give one that I haven't seen for a while, but I remember really enjoying. A recommendation from Ben. Well, um, so uh, it might be a bit of a, a bit of a normy one, uh, and a lot of people have probably already seen it. Um, I'll probably just say it in case you haven't. Um, it's obviously like Halloween by John Carpenter. Um, 1978 movie which pretty much like it was quite revolutionary in the fact that it sort of set the standard for a lot of the tropes that you'll see in like more modern horror movies so if you go in watching it not appreciating when it was made you probably wouldn't enjoy it as much 
because um you know it's at heart a story about basically a family being hunted by a, a masked killer called Michael Myers um and you know there are some jump scares and stuff um but you know it was at the time it was very re- revolutionary and even with that stuff aside it's still really enjoyable given unlike this movie it still has tension it's really good at building tension um i think michael myers only appears like two or three times in the movie and you know there's only a like a couple of really intense action sequences um a lot of it's just like this characters dealing with what's going on um and obviously i've recommended a couple john carpenter movies before um he does his soundtrack to all of his movies and uh here like the main theme for halloween is pretty much iconic at this point you've probably heard it um and a lot of people have done covers of it and stuff uh have been parodies and you know it's pretty much ingrained into sort of pop culture um but the rest of the soundtrack's great it's it enhances the stuff on screen um without being cheesy and that's something that a lot of his movies end up having is like a really solid soundtrack that um despite sometimes the cheesiness of his movies somehow like enhances it without being like a stereotypical 80s soundtrack which is just you know either standard orchestral stuff like nowadays or something a bit cheesier um so yeah halloween by john carpenter there are a lot of sequels made of this so there's like halloween 2 and 3 i think i'm just going off the top of my head so don't take this at face value um there's also quite there've been like a few ones and i think there was a michael myers one made um and then there was one recently in 2018 um also confusingly called Ta- halloween but it's a sequel and it kind of like retcons halloween 2 and 3 i think and instead because the first movie ends like quite abruptly actually um it's sort of taking that um from the perspective of the main character a load of years later um but i don't know i i haven't actually seen that i've heard i've heard it's all right um obviously the uh soundtrack for that was also john carpenter and it's sort of catapulted him back into the limelight and he's releasing a album of non-soundtrack music in february so that'll be cool to listen to so i'm dragging this on now halloween from 1978 is good i guess check out the sequels if you liked it but don't go expecting much (laughs) there's 12 halloween films in total oh dear (laughs) is this gonna be like scanners (laughs) where there's one, two, three, four, five. Curse of Michael Myers. H two O. The Halloween remake. Yeah, I've only seen one. <laughs> it stands alone, fine. You don't need a sequel. I guess if you do want to watch the sequels, then go ahead and do so. Yeah, groovy. 
So, uh, should we finish up then? Yeah. Yeah. Groovy. So you can find us on social media at ELV Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, obviously, contact us if you want to be featured in the submission spotlight section. We have a website, entertainmentofexcellence.weebly.com, um, and that has a lot of stuff on, including the Hall of Fame and the Hall of Shame, which is at the bottom of the page and is the three worst-rated movies, which now, if I remember correctly, are Kangaroo Jack, <laughs> um, Slenderman, and uh, Robot Monster? Yeah, Robot Monsters. Yeah. There, I think... Cool. So there's those. Um, sign up for the mailing list for access to the schedule and the master list of all of our recommendations with links to buy them or watch them or listen or whatever. Um, and most of all, have, have a groovy Halloween. Uh, if for any reason you're listening to this on Halloween. Um, and all right, see you. All right, see, all right, you. see you. Yeah, that's it.